This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. A lot of people grilling out this weekend uh, because it's Memorial Day weekend. And so that leads me to ask you the question, what are you putting on your hot dog? 651 651- 641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. What are you gonna put on your hot dog? What's your hot dog topping? Why are we topping hot dogs? 651-641-1071. It's Memorial Day. A lot of people go grill outside. I saw a survey, uh, the results of which indicate what the most popular toppings are for the hot dog and how people like to cook their hot dogs. Now, are toppings condiments? Sure. So like ketchup Mm -hmm. is a condiment or or is a topping. Maybe you want onions. Maybe you want yourself some relish. Maybe you like chili. Maybe you put cheese on your dog. Maybe you put something on your dog that we don't even think about that's so good. You have to tell us. Steak sauce? I don't know. Oh, don't do that. Well, I don't know. I just was coming up with something. I was thinking outside of the bun. Baked beans? Sure. 651-641-1071. What are you doing to your hot dog? Um, what, <laughs> what are you doing to your wiener this Memorial Day? What you going to slather that baby up with? That's hmm? not what I said. No, that's what I said. I know. Uh, do you want to know how people like to prepare their yes. hot dogs? How do people prepare their wieners for Memorial Day? <laughs> okay, well, 75% like to grill their wieners. Yeah, well, the, I mean, just alone, mm. like a naked wiener? Sure. Okay. Um, so do you, there's other the options, though. You can also you can also dangle that over a campfire. What's going on over there? I'm laughing at myself. Why? Because, you know, you might want to dangle your wiener over the campfire to cook it. You just got to be careful. You don't want to get it too cripsy. That's true. Yeah, yeah. like charred. Because sometimes um, it'll fall into the fire. You that don't want be, that. No, because then you got, who? nobody wants ash on their wiener. Six percent like like the campfire wiener. Yeah. Um, three percent want to boil their wieners. Oof, that seems boring. And then what's the difference between steaming your wiener and boiling your wiener? What does People that mean? Like to steam yeah, their apparently two percent like to steam their wiener. Oh sorry, three percent like to steam their wiener, six percent like to boil their wieners. But then when you boil well, your wiener, it gets all floppy. But what's the difference between a boiled I've wiener never and a steamed, steamed wiener. wiener. I don't feel like I have either. No, I've boiled a wiener though. I've just... boiled wieners. I mean, oh, I've got a really good wiener boiling tip, but it involves macaroni and cheese. What? Go with me here. Okay. The best thing to do is boil your wiener in the mac and cheese with with the mac and cheese 
the macaroni with the water. Yeah. And then you boil your wiener in there too. And then when it's done, you cut that wiener up and then you just mix in the stuff and it's all done. Oh, okay. You don't have to do it separate. That makes sense. 2% of people like to microwave their wieners. Um, Jamie said he likes sauerkraut on his wiener. Yeah. A lot of people enjoy the sauerkraut on their wiener. Yeah. Um, let's go to the phones. We have Kathy on the line. Hello, Kathy. Kathy, how are you going to top your hot dog? Oh my gosh. Um, with finely chopped onions, raw, Mm -hmm. melted cheese, and then some ketchup. Ooh. But I have a better way to prepare Okay. Hot dogs. How do you okay. prepare them? Do you steam? Okay. If anybody remembers the old-fashioned uh, plug-in fry pan. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, for we sure. used to do this for baseball tournaments when our kids were little and playing baseball and selling them. Yes. And there's a meat market called Von Hansen's. And they oh, I love, love Von Hansen's. On wieners, Chicken, bacon, and Swiss. And donate mm. them to us. Oh. And we'd have a little bit of water in the fry pan. We'd have about two or three fry pans going in our little booth. And just kind of saute them a little bit, and they'd get this caramelized juice on them, and then we'd have a couple crock pots plugged in, and we'd put them ah. in the crock pot. But that caramelization just built up as the day went on. Yum. And I'm certain the Apple Valley Von Hansen's did a ton of business when people from out of town came for mm. baseball tournaments. tournaments. Sure. Yes. And because they got... Where did you get those hot dogs? I they haven't are, had good old fashioned skin on hot dogs, and they are so good. Ooh, They're that's a great best. That's a great recommendation. So get your Von Hansen's you. hot dogs, Kathy. Thank you. Good when you get like one of them wieners that just snaps when you bite it. That's what you want. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Karen. Hi, Karen. Karen, how uh, how are you going to dress up your hot dog? I'm going to dress it up with mustard, uh-huh. relish, and onion raw chopped. And a dill pickle on the top Ooh. that I can take off right Ooh. away. Oh, very so Chicago t- so wait, style. Wait, why are you why taking, are you taking it, off? it off right away? So I can eat it. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but do you like a little of that dill juice like mixed in with everything? No, I like the sweet pickle dripping Ooh, in. Oh, sure. I nice hear little ya. bread and butter pickle. Yes. Thank you, Karen. Thanks, Karen. A little sweet um, People get real creative. Yeah. What What do you like on your wiener? You know what? I like it just. I just like a naked wiener. I don't like anything on my wiener. Why are you looking at me like that? You like plain? Yeah. So boring. Don't call me boring. I didn't call you boring. I said that uh, a naked wiener was I boring. Just, if it's If it's a good wiener, it doesn't need extra stuff. Um, Holly, do, what do you like to dress your wiener with? I want some chili cheese mm. and onion. Wow, mm. you go all in. Yeah, you know if I'm if I'm gonna have a wiener, you, you you're gonna go. You're gonna go big or go home. Thank you. Yeah, Thank I hear you, you. Bradley. Um, I'm gonna say if I had my druthers. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, nice you do because it's your show. Slather of mayo mm. on your wiener. Oh, are you kidding? What? Why? <laughs> Wait, seriously? You put mayo on your wiener? Uh, yeah. That's weird. No. That is a little strange. Well, I mean, more I'm, for me. Listen, I just am. I just am excited at the idea that there's another yeah. condiment that I should be trying. Mayo? Did you have a traditional wiener? Can I just tell you how <laughs> I want my wiener before you have to make comments about yeah. it? Yeah, tell us about your wiener. Go ahead. Okay, mayo, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mustard, mm-hmm. ketchup, mm. onion, mm-hmm. 
and uh, pickle relish. Oh. I mean, I like a fully dressed wiener is my point. Yeah. But yeah, I'm surprised that you think mayo is so weird. We eat mayo on fries. I mean, I eat mayo on a lot of things. I just yeah. have never tried have it on my wiener. We- mayo on a never. wiener? Never. Oh, God. Never, so ever. Good. Creamy? I mean, I'll try it now. It sounds <laughs> delightful. Extra dimensional. Yeah. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, congratulations to Paul McGuire Grimes. He gets to follow this segment with Lucky. what we should we'll find be- out what he puts on his wiener. <laughs> what we should be watching this weekend on My Talk 1071. Every Friday, we like to check in with our friend Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's trip to the movies to see what we should be watching this weekend on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley, trainer. Hello. And uh, hello, Paul. Hello. It's great to be here again. We're glad to have you. Um, let's talk about uh, the fir- I'm actually really excited about this first one, and I cannot wait until it is streaming because I'm not ready yet to go to a theater. But right. uh, A Quiet Place Part 2. Everybody's talking yeah, this- about it. Oh, my God, you guys. This is currently in theaters, like you said. It will be streaming on Paramount Plus in 45 days, if I remember correctly, as part of their new deal. But if you can't wait, if you're fully vaxxed, if you're feeling comfortable, head to the theaters. Because this is one you definitely want to see on the big screen with massive sound. And it takes place right after the first one. So as soon as the first one uh, is done, that's when number two picks up. So Emily Bunt plays the mother of the Abbott family, and she is taking her new baby, uh, her son and daughter, to try to find new shelter and new supplies. And there they find a friend's underground bunker. And it's up to the deaf daughter who realizes she may know how to stop this alien, these alien creatures once and for all. Okay, so... John Krasinski is back to write and direct it as well. Okay, so here's my first question about this. Um, mm-hmm. For people who haven't seen the first Quiet Place, is that yeah. necessary viewing in order to see A Quiet Place too? Yes, and I say that because, because it takes place right after the first one is done. You'll kind of want to know what the background is of what this... This alien monster, these creatures are, and how they really hunt by sound. And the whole premise of the movie and like the the chills and the thrill has come from the fact that any noise you make, they will hear and come out, and there's no stopping them. So as you're sitting in the theater watching this, like you feel on edge because you don't want to make any sounds. Anytime they like step on a leaf or scream, like it's no holds bar, yeah, like full throttle action. And the beginning. John Krasinski really does is has this fantastic opening that actually goes back and takes place on day one, where all the terror begins. And it puts you right in the driver's seat. You are, like, full-on in the middle of it. It's shot impeccably well. Mm. It's, it's stunning how he made a horror sequel, especially with the tricky premise that the person had. It works right. as well as it does. So in addition to being able to, like, you know, do something... Um, that keeps your attention for the second movie, you know, the sequel. Um, mm-hmm. Does it add something then to the story that maybe could keep it around in the future? Uh, I think so. I mean, I don't want to talk about how it ends, but I will say that there's, I was surprised that, like, he raises the stakes even more because a certain character dies in the first film, and you see other characters that really deal with survival instincts, and how do we all deal with survival differently? Do we come together? Do we become desperate? Do we become selfish? Do we become greedy in the in the name of desperate, in the name of survival? And I love that he takes the daughter character, who is this young deaf actress, Melissa Simmons, and makes her the hero of the story. Rarely do we, you know, whenever we have kids in horror movies, they're usually like, 
possessed by a demon mm-hmm. or they're creepy, where she is like, I'm going to be the hero of this story. I know what I'm going to do. And she's young and she, like I said, it gives deaf actors the ability to play something really awesome and reminds us, like, yeah, it, I, it, it was just a really fun take. And then phenomenal performance by Melissa Simmons. And Emily Blunt is fantastic as well. And I would love someday to have award season remember horror performances because you can go to some real deep emotional gaps here which we see in this movie oh, sure. wow yeah um how many ticket stubs for a quiet place too four out of five ticket stubs i really liked it i'm excited to see it again and you will just be like cautious of like how much maybe you're eating your popcorn you're moving mm. around in your seat right just like you feel that inside of you of being absolutely still and quiet i remember you saying that with the first one as well and now i'm trying yeah. to remember paul what did you give how many ticket stubs did you give the first quiet place i think i gave the first one four out of five as well okay i mean it, so and this I holds up as a sequel like, Oh, completely. I was surprised. When I came home, I was just giddy, like, to talk about it. Which is rare. I mean, that is not an easy thing to do. It's not. There are plenty of mediocre and poor horror sequels out there that try to rehash what the first one is. I think what helps here is that it just keeps going with the story. Mm. You know, it's not like one year later or, oh, the aliens are back. Like, they're still here and present. And how do we deal with this? I appreciate that, too, that it picks up right as the last one ended. Um, mm-hmm. because I, I think that the first one did leave us with story yet to be told. So I'm yeah. glad that they took the opportunity to tell that story. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now if you've got a movie theater sound system just blaring at you. Oh, yeah. it feels good. Okay. Like All right. Well, let's talk about the <laughs> other one you've brought for us today. Uh, Cruella. Yeah, so this is another one of Disney's live action remakes, and it's an origin story of how a young woman named Estella would go on to become Corel and how she was this budding fashion designer, and her what happens when she realized that her boss was played by Emma Thompson was involved in the death of her mother. Mm. So we've got oh. Emma Stone playing Corella DeVille as Stella, you know, and Emma Thompson being this fashion designer. You've got Paul Walter Hauser and Joel Fry as the two henchmen, Horace and Jasper. And I love that it's not just a rehash of 101 Dalmatians or it isn't like a wimpy backstory like it's a i felt like it was a creative new take it's set in the 1970s kind of punk scene of london so because it's all about fashion the costumes are incredible in this movie there are you can make real parallels to the double worst Prada here because the Emma Thompson character is very much like Miranda Priestley, Meryl Streep's character, where it's, nothing is good enough for her. She's this world class diva. Everyone's afraid of her. And when Emma Stone kind of puts as a style puts the pieces together, it's how do they one up each other in the name of fashion and kind of take each other down. It's a villain versus villain angle, which I think is kind of clever as well. It's interesting that you that you brought Devil Wears Prada up because I feel like I ha- I was drawing that comparison in my head and I'm not quite sure why if it's because of what I saw in the, you know, I didn't watch mm-hmm. the trailer, but I've seen stills from, uh, you know, from the film, but it very much sort of gives off that vibe. So does it give you sort of an origin story that's, you know, believable and helpful to whatever notion we've been carrying around in our head about Cruella de Vil. Yeah, for sure. And that, I mean, 
and you know, it's, I mean, you kind of have to put the pieces together yourself in a way of like, she's not going to be the Cruella that we know of her in a way. Like, there's Dalmatians in this movie, of course, and there are little nods to, you see her like hunched over the steering wheel in the car, like driving crazy, <laughs> you know, but I like that it's not, a, it, it just is a new angle, which I appreciate. And when you have like a villain versus villain angle, it isn't just like sweet, innocent kid that is like turning crazy with like, I don't know. I thought it was clever. And when you have Emma Stone, who's a great character actress, she can play into what it means to be like a heightened Disney villain mm-hmm. while bringing her a humanity to it and that it isn't just, uh, it isn't like the Joker. You know, I think people may make comparisons to Joker as well, and these couldn't be too further apart in, in their stories. So the good news about Cruella is that this is one that you can see in a, in a multitude of ways. Yeah, so this, you know, it's Disney Plus, Premier Access, twenty nine ninety nine. if you want to sit at home. Maybe you've got the family of five and 30 bucks is reasonable and you don't really want to take the whole family out yet to the theaters. Um, that would be a great way to watch it. Or you can go to the theater and see it. I will say that it's way too long. I think it's like two hours and 15 minutes. And for an origin story like this, oh, that it's, is a lot. it's not needed. The beginning exposition of her as a young girl takes way too much time. Paul McGuire Grimes but, from Paul's Trip to the Movies. Thank you so much for joining us. Everybody thanks check for having him out. Us. Thanks, Paul. On all of his social thanks. media platforms, you can see great interviews. We'll be Oh, dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Try again. Hi. That was on. That keeps going away. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, Bradley's mic isn't technology, working. There technology we go. is a fickle there beast. Is. He's back. Uh, and these are your crazy, stupid idiots. Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Florida. Sometimes other places. Like where? Like over here. In the UK, Mm. that's where we're going first. Okay. Okay, I want to tell you about some uh, people over in a mid-Sussex neighborhood. I don't know if they're related to the Duchess of Sussex. Mid-Sussex. Mid-Sussex. Police Inspector Darren Taylor tweeted something that happened to him yesterday or a few days ago. Anyway, uh, phone call last night from a resident stating blah. He didn't say blah. Okay. But what he did say was that a neighbor... um, Somebody called in to complain about a neighbor sending someone over to their house to scare them. Okay. Okay. That's weird, right? But that's not crazy, stupid idiot status. Uh, yeah, it's, it is strange, but I'm not surprised by it. It's the someone that they sent over to scare them that earns this story crazy, stupid idiot status. Oh, yes. Would you like to guess who that was? Was it a clown? I don't know, but I don't think so. Okay. Probably not. I guess it could be. Okay. Any guesses, Holly? No. (laughs) It wasn't just any person. It was a very specific person that they sent over from their neighbor's house to scare the neighbor. Like Chucky? (laughs) Freddy Krueger? 
Well, I mean, I guess technically it could have been any of those people. What's the key? Uh, what would be the key? Maybe not Chucky so much as like Freddy Krueger. I think he would qualify. Mm. Michael Myers from Halloween. Well, isn't Freddy, was Freddy Krueger dead? Yeah, the parents killed him and then he came back. So he was a ghost. What well, kind of? Spoiler alert. So, oh, they sent a ghost oh, over? Yes. Oh. So, <laughs> a phone call was placed last night from a resident stating that their neighbor had sent a ghost into their house to haunt them. Oh my gosh. Uh, the police would I like, like this story. to remind uh, the people of Mid-Sussex that um, that is not an appropriate use of 999, which is their version of 911. Sure. God, I would hate to like move to England and have an emergency. Oh, you're driving on the wrong side of the road. Because I don't I mean, know so that many my, bad things could happen. My first... Uh, well, and then you got to learn the language. Oh my gosh, it's the worst. Do you have to speak in an accent when you visit? I think so. <laughs> yes. I think so. You have to talk like Dick Hello. Van Dyke and Mary Poppins. Yeah, Hello. exactly. Oh. <laughs> um, th- that would probably win you a lot of friends and uh, uh, influential people. Sure. No, they did remind them that it's 999, and when you call, you should actually have an actual concern or crime right. to call about, not that your neighbors were sending ghosts to your house. Although that's a clever one. I it never is. thought of that. It is clever. It does make me want to, like, you know, dress up as a ghost and uh, just. <laughs> Sorry, that was my ghost voice. Oh, sorry, but it's British. Let me try again. <laughs> a truck is called a lorry. <laughs> no, there's an extra U in flavor. <laughs> would you like uh, to know who my crazy, I stupid would, idiot yeah. is? Um, we're going to California. We're going to a sub shop called... Jersey Mike's. Oh, Big Mike Super Sub. No, Jersey Mike's. Oh. <laughs> That's totally different. Isn't it Jersey? Is Jersey Mike's and Big Mike's two different things? Yeah, I think is so. Is Big Mike's even a thing? Uh, I feel like it is. It's a pizza plate. Oh, Big, Big Mike's, Mike's Super, Super Sub. Subs. Yeah. Okay. All right. Anyway, Jersey Mike's. Well, so we're at California. Jersey Mike's. Okay. And uh, a lady at 7.30 p.m. on Sunday, she came in to get herself a sandwich for the dinner. Okay. And they gave her her order, and she was like, "That's not what I ordered." Oh, that happens. Okay, yeah, this is that. of a this is a brand of crazy stupid idiot though. The one that doesn't like what they were given oh. is upset that their order didn't come out correctly. Okay. So now, what would you do, Bradley? Let me just ask you because you're a normal person. You're not a crazy stupid. I mean, semi normal. You're not a crazy stupid idiot. You go into a sub shop and you order a certain kind of sub. And they give you one. It's not what you ordered. What do you, what would you do? I'd say, excuse me, this is not what I ordered. May I have what I ordered, please? Thank you. Well done, Bradley. Well done. I'd be like, oh, I don't know. Maybe I gave you the wrong order. I really wanted a roast beef. Yeah. And not a ham. So that's not what this gal did. What um, did she do? Well, first, what she did is she she grabbed the tip jar and took it and put it in her purse. <laughs> oh, God. What? And she started to yell at them. Uh, I'm gonna take used, this. She used profanity. Well, do you know why she took it? She had a she had a good reason for it in her mind. She was gonna reimburse herself for the money she spent on that sub that they did wrong. So then she went over to the chip area and started stuffing chips in her purse. 
all the while yelling at the people behind the counter. There's a video of this, by the way. I'm watching. And the sad part about it, we, we, you can't see this and we can't play it because there's a lot of swears. It's clearly like a young person behind the counter and they keep their cool so beautifully. And this lady asks the girl her name and she says, I'm not going to share that with you. Um, and the woman is calling her names and stealing things. And then when she goes to march out of the restaurant, so there's somebody running video on it. Yeah, I can see. And there's oh another She's throwing chips at the lady. There's another oh employee standing in front of the door on the phone with the police department. She wants to get out the door, but that person is standing in the way, and so she does not let that deter oh. her. She throws the person in front of the door through the door, so the door opens <gasps> so she can leave. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, Nobody oh, was hurt. Whoa. Yeah, did you see it? That is violent. Right? Oh, no. This is what she said the whole time. Oh, no. You're going to compensate me with what you owe me. Oh, that is... Mm-hmm. Did she get arrested? Uh it does not sound okay. So the store didn't have a working surveillance system at the time of the incident, and they have not responded oh, to request for uh, comment. And so we don't know if she was well, pre- found. Presumably, and, they swiped her card. One would think, unless she paid in cash. I mean, you know, it's possible, right? That's still a thing. Anyway, yeah, this lady. Uh, I'm not making a sub for her ever. God, I, I just my. Uh, not to get too serious, but my heart just goes out to those like people oh behind my the gosh. counter because every you just know people have not been in oh. public in a while. Yeah, we have to resocialize they, a little bit. I'm not making excuses for this mm-hmm. woman by any stretch. I'm right. just saying you know they're dealing with a lot of really unsocialized people. Yeah. Meanwhile, I forgot to tell you this part: the woman, the young lady behind the the counter when the lady is asking her her name she's replying i'm a minor i'm a minor not like she mines for gold she's a she's under the age of 18 she's definitely not a minor by the way yeah but uh okay well Mm -hmm. that's fun you got time for another story i believe we do yeah we do of course uh nashville (laughs) It was a rhetorical because okay. <laughs> I saw that we had time. But I was being polite here on this Friday afternoon. Thank you for not throwing chips at me. <laughs> and pushing I'm a minor. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to Nashville. Okay. Tennessee. Didn't we go there yesterday? Yeah. Crazy it, stupid idiots. I feel like they're showing up for us. They really are. And I want to tell you about a guy on a bicycle who did something recently that earned him crazy stupid idiot status. Now... He was arrested for swiping a phone from a pedestrian on Nashville Tuesday afternoon. Okay. Um, It's just a Tuesday afternoon everywhere, but specifically this was a Nashville Tuesday afternoon. According to police, Metro police uh, say they were contacted by the victim who'd borrowed a phone from a business nearby the robbery scene to report that her bicycle had been stolen. Apparently, the victim told officers the man was riding behind her on a bicycle. Okay. How did he get her bicycle? And then what happened when he was riding? I'm sorry. I was confused. Was I confusing? He was on the bike. (laughs) He stole her phone, not her bicycle. Okay. 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 It's Friday. It's right. It's hard. I'm a minor. It's difficult. (laughs) (laughs) So she's, he swiped the phone. So he's riding behind her as she walked with her phone. Like, okay. I'm talking on my phone. All right. He swiped the phone 
and uh, then rode off on his bicycle. So can I just say that's like the dumbest thing to steal because you can track that stuff. I mean, yeah. also it's a phone, right? 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 Like I know you can have a lot of per- it and trust. Nobody wants to have anything stolen from them, right? Even if it's like seems minor, that's a horrifying experience. But mm-hmm. like the idea that somebody thinks it's a good idea to steal a phone is stupid, ridiculous. In the pantheon of things you could steal, because mm-hmm. to your point, it's totally trackable, easy. Now, victim calls police. Police catch up with the victim. And that's when he does something that earned him crazy, stupid idiot status. Or at least status of like, what the bleep is this? Because I haven't heard of this happening before. Okay. They catch up with police and he does something. It's what he does that earns him crazy, stupid idiot status. Okay, so you said it's not something we've seen before. I don't think so. So I'm not going to start with my usual guess. Which is? Who? No. But you're not um, far off. Okay. I'm not far off with poo. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, put it in reverse. Oh, like a... He put something in his butt. <laughs> <laughs> no, like... Like a, re- like, like, like a sprinkler <laughs> experience? Yes. Okay. Like, keep going uh, in reverse. Uh, okay. Like, keep going. <laughs> Okay. Well, we got to the sprinkler. What else is there? Well, no, 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 not the sprinkler. Okay, okay. go up. Oh, up oh. and out. Oh, oh, he puked. Yes. Oh. Ding, ding, ding. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> when you said sprinkler, he literally was like a human sprinkler of of. Barf. So they Ew. approached the victim, uh, who was you know they provided the description of the guy. They found him, and police were like, "Did, Did you, you steal, steal the phone?" phone? He opened his mouth and projectile. <laughs> okay, all I, over. I here's what I think. I think that person learned that they had a special skill, and they thought that skill made them untouchable. Because let's be real, if you knew somebody who could do that on demand, you probably would stay. So you're saying it was clear. a defense mechanism, maybe yeah, right? Like, like it's I'll, like a, a human taser, but like or like in the old like James Bond movies, it's like. You know, you flip a switch in your getaway car and a big cloud of smoke. Exactly. Only toots out the back. In end. this case, you're a human. Can you just imagine you're a human no, you're mouth like, sprinkler? Uh, we got the criminal and he has the phone. <laughs> How do you do that on demand? I don't, I don't know, know. But again, I feel like he learned that he has this special party trick. It says when police questioned the 23 year old man, they say he admitted to stealing the phone, then began projectile on a random vehicle. How do you want that to be your vehicle? Oh, also, yeah, like, can you, you imagine come you come out of the car CBS? And you're like, what happened? <sighs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe he just had like instant nerves or something. Yeah, maybe. I had a friend who could on mm-hmm. command. Really? Yeah. It usually came about if you started talking about something gross. Like yeah. it would, he would have a reaction. Well, yeah. Yeah. Wow. I don't think that's who this was, though. It's been a few years. Well, you better check. It's been a few years. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, it's time for us to play a little game. We do it every day at 2.45. It's called The Throwback. We'll do that after this on My Talk 107.1.